Now I'm the king of the swingers, oh, the jungle VIP. I've reached the top and had to stop, and that's what's bothering me. I wanna be a man, man cub, and stroll right into town. And be just like the other men, I'm tired of monkeying around. Oh, who made you? I wanna be like you. I want to walk like you, talk like you, you see it's true, a word like me, can't learn to be you, learn to Well hello there people, welcome to the jungle, woohoo! <laughs> this is a special uh jungle edition of the podcast welcome in to LLD live and love at Disney <laughs> shortening everything down are we <laughs> what's happening in here what not <laughs> <laughs> all right well, welcome in everybody we're gonna we got a special little um episode tonight we're going to be talking about the jungle cruise but first off we want to talk about a couple of news stories katie you got some uh, make bits for us i do hang on one minute here i'll pull them up thought i had them all geared up so i do got some mickey bits we what have, you got we have first things first uh walt disney reservations are scheduling we are looking towards the uh, 50th anniversary year, so they are already starting to do those packages. Um, look forward to that, and everybody get your tickets ahead, because I think it's going to be a little crowded in the park the further it gets towards the actual date, like October. Yeah. It's going to get packed, so at least if you get there during the year, I think the celebration's going to be going on all year, but see if you can get down and be a part of that celebration for the 50th. Yeah. Hopefully we can uh, unmask a little bit, but... Otherwise, let's just make the best of it. Um, International Food and Wine Festival is finally wrapping up for this year. They've had a good good run of it. It was different, but still very good. Um, there are only uh, three character restaurants that are available right now for character experiences. So if you still want your character experience... I'm getting drowned out by jungle music here, but... Hey, pop it down, King Louis. Get down there, Louis. Oh, that's... So, if you bom, want bom, a bom. character experience, you can go to the Garden Grill on Topolino's. <laughs> or you can go to the Dine at Hollywood and Vine. Bazzini. And they've got a brand new menu over there at the Hollywood and Vine. Um, now, the reservation system has extended to January of 22. You almost can't help yourself, can you? Butterbutt, butterbutt. Woo, woo, woo. Mad, baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Cruise line itineraries have opened up for 22. Um, I'm not sure if they're going to uh, do any in 21. It has not been confirmed yet, but 22 is now booking for cruises. And your Summerland, Winterland, Winter Summerland miniature golf course is going to open up. Which will be nice. I have something else to do other than the parks. 
Uh, Frozen Ever After is going to be shut down for a few days in November. But it'll open right back up only for about four days. And Tomorrowland Transit is going to be closed all the way through December 26th. So sorry of those that liked you ride the People Mover. Bummer! Oh, you won't be able to do it this time. Yeah, it's a bummer. <laughs> The big pool at Disney's Art of Animation Resort is getting refurbished, so there will be construction and noise around that pool. Go enjoy somebody else's pool. Uh, annual pass holder pop-up stores are all over, so they're moving around. So right now they are going to have one that has popped up at Epcot, and they're going to move them around from one place to another that will have merchandise for just DVC. So that could be fun to find those and see what they have. Because it'll be a special DVC and annual pass holder pop-ups. Okay. So, go find them. Oh, ooh, doo I want to be like you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's about it. Is that good? For now. I, All you're right. You're distracting well, me way too much. I know. It's kind of hard to even think when this you're an song's eight. going on. <laughs> you are King Louie. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Anyways... Folks, we have a special episode today. We've got our friend uh, Roger on the podcast tonight, and he was a Jungle Cruise skipper, and we have him on our podcast tonight, but we're supposed to go down and find him in the jungle. So so we better get uh, troppling around here. So he's down here somewhere. Gonna haul it out for him. Let's go over here. Let's go down through here. Let's go down through here. What? I think I hear him. Where? Oh, what? Come get me! Oh my! He's down in there somewhere. Is he swinging from that tree? Look up here! Look up here! <laughs> oh no! There he is. Hey, Roger, how's it going? Hey, you found me. Well, if you guys haven't noticed, we're gonna kind of walking through the jungle. And we got a special guest with us today on the podcast. And if you haven't noticed, we're going to be talking about the Jungle Cruise. Um, but I'll look about that sound effects. <laughs> all right, all right, already. Quiet! I said quiet! Thank you. Okay. Uh, anyways, <laughs> what I'd like to do, Rogers. You know, um, I, I grew, we grew up on the same street for a little bit. Remember that? Yeah, it was like uh, <laughs> four of the best years of my life. Is that right? <laughs> my good times, weren't they? He was like my idol. I looked up. <laughs> he was the big kid on the block. So if, <laughs> if you guys that have listened to the podcast remember back, probably one of the first uh, episodes we did, we, I talked about doing animation and stuff like that with a friend named Dave and, and Dave's Roger's older brother. And so I practically lived at their house. I mean, after school, I was at their house. I probably drove, drove, drove the parents crazy. I mean, I was I like one of the kids for a while. I think my mom loved it. Loved it. <laughs> I, don't your, I don't know about your dad, but um, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. And, and we uh, were really into Disney, me and Dave, especially I, Roger, Roger plays, but soccer and I wasn't sure how involved with you know, I know you probably like going to Disneyland. Well, I love going to Disneyland. It seemed like we were always going for something, you know, like choir trips or this trip or that trip, or my dad's work would have a 
Disney night or something right. like that. So we got yeah. to go quite a bit. So yeah, we're a bunch of Disney geeks, and I don't I don't know if you remember the the big Disney World trip we were planning as kids. Did you remember? Oh that? yeah, that was a great. That was an incredible. I mean, I can't. I'm sad it never happened because we had great plans. When Rob turned 16, he could drive us from LA all the way <laughs> to Orlando. We were yeah, gonna we were going to get a Datsun pickup truck and drive there. Can you oh, imagine yeah. that? The <laughs> that would have been a nightmare. <laughs> Camping then, in Fort Wilderness. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, we can still make that happen. We're just going to be older. Yeah, in the back of a we Datsun pickup truck. Datsun pickup. Without the Dodson. Well, my brother Scott might have one. He was collecting those things for a while. I, I, I still have some. Uh, I still have some parts here in the backyard. They're uh, disc brakes. He wanted to put on one of his trucks. Um, but anyways, yeah, we we had those big plans and stuff, and um, so we we went to Disneyland a, a few a few times there as kids, yeah. and so I guess my, one of my first questions is. When did you want, when did it come to, you wanted to work at Disneyland? Did you always want, as a kid, did you like have that thought? Well, as a kid, I was just super excited to go to Disney all the time. And, and, you know, so I looked for opportunities. And then one day I was, I was in college and I was walking around one of the like administrative buildings or something. And I saw this sign up on the wall that said, work at Disneyland this summer. And so I showed it to my roommate. We're like, oh, we can't do that. You know, that's not responsible working at Disneyland. We should be like getting an internship or something like that. And uh, I remember his mom said to me, she said, she said, Roger, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. You're never going to have this opportunity again. You guys ought to just do it. So we called my grandma. You remember my grandma, Grandma Pocock. She, oh, yeah. She, uh, she lived down there. I said, Grandma, can we live with you for the summer? and work at disneyland because okay. there's no way we could have made it work because they didn't pay that much to like rent an apartment and work there right yeah so we just uh you know she said yeah that'd be great and my friend josh and i we uh hopped in our car with a bunch of food so we went out to buy food down there and we went uh, <laughs> to disneyland for the summer oh, awesome so Fine. this is right out of high school did you say that uh, no I, i'd been in college for a couple of years okay. so i was probably 21 ish and this was a college program stuff this was just i'm going to get a job at disneyland no i think they just went around to certain college campuses and tried to hire you know they're trying to hire college students because they knew they could pay us less so maybe this was before that whole college program i don't know i don't know when that started but yeah, it was not a it was not a program, an official program per se. It was just like like an internship program. It was okay. just hey, come for a summer job and live the dream of working at Disneyland. You know, I applied <laughs> I, I applied to Disneyland too. I think I was newly married and uh, I was just looking for a job and I thought I'm gonna go work at Disneyland. But I uh, I remember filling the application out and everything. Uh, I wasn't real specific on the application of what I wanted to do. Um, did you find that you had to be specific on the application? Were you specific on like what you wanted to do when you worked there? No, you know, we're just kind of dumb college kids. I remember we went into this room with this, this recruiter guy and he just said, yeah, we'll just put you on one of the attractions somewhere. And we were like, okay, you know, whatever you want us to do. I didn't know (laughs) if I'd be one of those guys sweeping the trash into those little 
and those little trash sweeper things or yeah. if I'd just be pushing button. You know how most of those rides in Fantasyland, you just push a button and you stand there. I thought right. I'd be doing that. Yeah. I, I really didn't think I'd be on <laughs> Jungle Cruise, but I'm glad I was because, you know, it's a lot more interactive. You get to right. do something. And, okay. And, uh, it worked out great for me. So is that Very the first cool. – is that the first attraction that was that the first and only attraction you had the option? Yeah, that was it. I mean, we worked, we worked Jungle Cruise and then they would pull us away sometimes and do like parade guest okay. control. You know, okay. we get the little lightsaber sticks, the flashlights, right. and we wave people. Stop, don't come through. <laughs> the dark side. <laughs> Those guys that chase you out of the park. Yes. <laughs> So that was, that was actually pretty fun to do that too, because it kind of broke up the monotony. You'd go, you know, you'd say that okay. same spiel over and over and over, you know, 10 times or so, and then you'd go out and get to talk to the guests. It was pretty fun doing the parade stuff. Okay, cool. Um, and what, so when was this? This is back in the uh, late, uh, early 90s? Well, I won't make you do the math. It was 32 years ago. It was 88. Oh. Summer wow. Of so late 80s. Okay. Yeah. That was the year I got married, '88. So, I must have just how did I, how the heck did I miss you? If you're living in California, I'm like, what the crap? I don't know. Because <laughs> I lived with your grandma for a little bit. I don't know if yeah. you remember that, but I did live with her a little bit, and I took care of your grandpa uh, when she came up here to Oregon when you guys lived you know, in Corvallis. Yeah. I remember taking care of him. And that's where my old man voice comes from. <laughs> I love your old man voice. <laughs> I remember taking care of your grandpa. Boy, he was a, that was hard, man. I don't know how your grandma did it. but Yeah, that was a hard time. They were good. They were good people, grandma and grandpa. So, um, so you got on the Jungle Cruise. Were you kind of scared? When I was got, pretty nervous at first. Yeah, they gave us like, they gave us a couple of days of orientation, you know, we're not, you know, these are not rides. These are attractions. Right. These are not uh, customers. They're guests, you know, and you're on stage or you're backstage and, you know, so drilling all these things and you couldn't put your hands in your pocket. That was one thing I remember. You can't have your hands in your pocket because that, or, or having your arms folded like this, you know, they all these rules that they were trying to, trying to get us to, to follow so that, you know, to, to present this show, right? That's the right. idea is to present the show. Um, and they you... gave us this feel that was like 15 pages of oh, really? of this is what you can say. And don't, oh, really? don't deviate from the script, right? Okay. But we all deviated from the script. It just, <laughs> yeah. it just happened. Well, I know in the early years of the Jungle Cruise, it was like a serious, you know, Walt really wanted it to be kind of a serious kind of jungle ride, right? I mean, Right. Of a documentary kind of ride. Yeah, he wanted. I mean, really, he like I want real animals and stuff. And someone, one of the imaginers said, "Well, we can't have real animals. <laughs> We're gonna get hurt, you know." Right. And I remember even hearing a story that they did have a little pond out front that had a, a small alligators in it at at first, but they kept escaping and they would have to go catch them. So they decided to get rid of that thing. So. And so then it morphed into what it is now with, you know, uh, fake, fake, oh, sorry, fake animals. <laughs> Audio but, animatronics. <laughs> Audio animatronics. Go. And uh, I guess the early skippers started coming up with their own jokes and stuff. 
And so that kind of morphed into what it is today, I think. Yeah, so. I think when, when I was there, I tried to like start off being serious and then, you know, throw the jokes in and then, you know, kind of go back and forth a little bit, but end on a, you know, so they, they knew it was funny, but you tried to be serious at the beginning just to get them in the mood. Like, oh, we're going into the jungle. Here right. we go. And then you throw a joke out there and they're like, huh? That's kind of the funny part of the whole thing is the corny jokes that they just all of a sudden throw in there, you know. Yeah. So. I'm always listening for new jokes to see who's going to wing it past, you yeah. know, the normal script. Right. Yeah, and they come up with, you know, some good ones, some new ones, you know. It's, it's, a, it's a fun fun ride to see what people do. So, um, let me think. You think uh, one of the questions you had, Katie, for Roger about yeah. the list we had, you remember any of those on that list? I have it here somewhere. How long did it take you to memorize the spiel? Well, yeah. this kind of goes back to what Rob was saying. I was kind of, I was kind of nervous at first because I'm like, what am I going to say here? What am I going to say there? And, and they, they put us in the boat and, you know, we would do the spiel to a bunch of the other skippers that were learning. Okay. We'd have a boat of skippers and we'd go around and then we'd see another person do it. And then they'd have us ride with some of the experienced guys and so then you start to pick it up because every scene, you know, you see the, the three toucans sitting on the, sitting on the branch and you just know, okay, there are three toucans, but you know, we would always say there's two, three cans. That was the first uh, joke that people got people thinking, oh, okay. Maybe <laughs> something, something's wrong here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something, something's going on here. Um, <laughs> Okay, so it took you a while to, to learn. Uh, I mean, you know, once once you you have kind of the the basics down, and of course, the first time with real guests was was really nervous, and I'm sure I bombed it. But but you know, once you do it a couple of times, you just know this what this is what works for me at this scene. This is what works for me at that scene. Right. Right. Okay. So 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 Josh, your friend, he was also. Uh, skipper as well yeah he you guys got the both for josh also awesome that's pretty cool um so why don't you share with us a few of the things that skippers do on i mean you obviously all you're i mean that's kind of a special ride because you guys get to do something that the other cast members don't really get to do right i mean you get to right. goof around a little bit differently and and the camaraderie uh between the skippers has got to be kind of cool how how was that what was that like yeah that's a good question so it was you're right you know you did you did develop this relationship because i mean kind of the the system every night or every day that you'd show up is you'd go you start your shift usually loading people no usually unloading people off the boat and then when it was your turn you'd hop in the boat drive up and and you'd take three laps with three different groups of people and then you'd get out and you'd go up and you'd help load people into the boat. And then you'd go take a break. And that would all take like 50 minutes or something. So every 50 minutes, you're getting a break. And you're breaking. When you're taking breaks, we all went back um, backstage. You'd walk across Adventureland near the Bengal barbecue. And there's some doors there kind of okay. above the, the little restaurant there in Frontierland. I can't remember the name of it. Pardon, uh, I don't know. Anyway, so we'd be back there, and so you'd be hanging out. You'd be hanging out with your uh, with your friends, and just and just be talking, whatever. Get to know people as you're unloading the gas. You're waiting for the boats to come in, 
you know, you'd be talking. So there was a camaraderie and we'd share jokes, you know, hey, this is what worked here. I did this, try this, you know, next time right. you're out there, do this little spiel. And do you so, ever, did you ever uh, give each other crap for, I mean, do you ever ride, ride the boat with another guy and then kind of throw something at him to throw him off? <laughs> Um, I don't, I mean, we'd come back in the park afterwards always. If we got off and there were two hours left, you know, the park was still open for a couple hours. Right. We'd, we'd come back in or sometimes maybe we'd get a date and we'd come back in and go ride the boat. But we, I mean, I don't remember giving them a hard time. Usually when they were driving in, when they were just finishing with their, with their round going around the jungle cruise, we would maybe mess with them as they were pulling up to the boat, you know? calling the driver or one of the you know back then back then we and this is kind of funny but back then there was there were those commercials on tv you guys probably remember them they're bud light commercials and the guy <laughs> would bring them like a flashlight and they'd say uh no bud light or they so we had this lantern right where you unload the guests and and we'd hold that lantern up as the boat came in and the driver would say, no, Bud Light. Yeah. Anyway, I got a few laughs. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to see what, I'm looking at your little well, uh, That one was not notes. on script. Oh, I bet. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, you said something about, you had to beg for goodies at the Bengal barbecue. What's it, what was that all about? Oh, okay, well, you know, you're 21, <laughs> 22 years old, whatever college student they're not paying you that much money and as you walk to your break right there was that little restaurant little walk-up restaurant the bengal barbecue it's still there and they had these um bengal bars they were like little donuts um you know there were there was a bar but it was deep fried you know and sweet and kind of like a donut and so we always try to get those girls that were working at the bengal barbecue to uh, give us one of those i only got one one time Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> it was a huge success i think my friend josh he was a little more flirtatious he scored more of those little bengal bars but right. uh, that was one of the things i did get a date with one of the girls at the bengal barbecue but that That's was better a than a donut <laughs> now was it better than well, maybe it wasn't better than a donut i don't know <laughs> Uh, she was okay. Hey, uh, <laughs> was probably just as good. You're okay. You weren't quite as good as the bagel barbecue donut, but eh. <laughs> <laughs> you suck, Roger. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, usually they just say, go on break. Don't bother us. Oh, really? <laughs> trying to make money here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you probably get them in trouble for giving food away. Probably. Oh, well, everybody's. <laughs> college students are barely making anything you might as well help each other out right <laughs> in the 80s in the 80s they didn't care about that stuff yeah oh so did any of you guys ever fall into the jungle river <laughs> uh, anybody ever no fall that's a boat? good that that's a good question because those boats you know they, they are on a track but yeah. they're they're still floating and so when you're at the dock and you get you know, some people get in the boat and, you know, maybe if they're heavier or whatever and they walk to the far side of the boat, the boat then tips away from the dock and there's a gap there. And so right. that's why they had us there and, and they said, you know, you've got to grab the person, grab the back of their elbow every time they're getting in. So grab the back of the elbow, put them in. And sometimes kids would try to squirt through, you know, 
Yeah. There was one time a kid came running through and, and, you know, my memory is such that I don't remember if it was me, another uh, skipper on the jungle cruise or what, but the kid, you know, missed the step and luckily they were grabbing for him, grabbed his arm and, you know, pulled him oh. up. But I didn't see anyone go in all the way into the Jungle Cruise River. Dang it. Dang it, yeah. <laughs> How about a boat? Did you ever have a boat? When was that? There was only two boats that have sunk, right, Katie? Did yeah. Did you read that? Yeah. That probably wasn't why you were there, huh, Roger? My boat never sunk. But there was always a fear of the boat derailing. Because when we were in training, okay. they, they really drilled it into our head. When you're coming out of the hippo pool... You've got yeah. to be super careful not to slow down. You know, you don't oh, okay. go fast through the hippo pool and then slow down because you get a wave coming behind you and the, the, the little pool, the hippo pool necks down and it creates a wave and it'll lift you up and off the track. Interesting. And so, so I was always paranoid. I'm like, I'm not going to derail. And <laughs> if you did derail, you would have to shoot your gun up in the air six times. Chick, 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 you know, oh, really? Six times. And that was the signal to, you know, that you were derailed and you needed to have someone come. And so did that ever happen while you were working? It never happened when I was there. I did hear, I did not when I was working. I did hear about it happening and, you know, they got to have someone come and I don't know how they get it back on, but. Huh. Well, I suppose they could still drive it, I imagine, I guess. Yeah, you're kind of dragging along the back end. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you you also mentioned uh, the differences between the old Jungle Cruise versus the new Jungle Cruise. Why don't you elaborate on that? Well, you know when when uh, Indiana Jones came in, they had to redo the they had to redo the queue area. The okay. queue, the old queue area was pretty boring. You know, it was just kind of back and forth. It was covered, right. but it was it was not as interesting and themed as it is now you know now it goes upstairs and downstairs and you got all right. these cool artifacts that you can look at so that changed the first part of the river kind of changed with the entrance into indiana jones there you know the rest of the stuff going through pretty much the same um the piranhas they added those and i think that those are kind of the main changes some of the jokes have changed, but you know, right. still most of the jokes were around when I had that first 15-page spiel. Yeah. How many times did you screw that up? Um, I'm sure there's a lot, but <laughs> <laughs> but you could you could probably cover it up pretty easy, I would imagine. Yeah, you you can cover it up. I mean, once after probably a week, it was it was so in your head. You know, after doing it. Probably, I don't know, ten to fifteen times a work shift. It was just in your head, and so you knew you knew what to do. Did you ever just want to do it monotone, like there's the, <laughs> there's the graveyard um, style, and there's the guys <laughs> on the pole with the rhino horn up their butt. <laughs> Called Mr. Boring. <laughs> you should have. You should have been on the Jungle Cruise, Rob. <laughs> Mr. Boring, all the way around the thing. Yeah, there was there was this one time there was there was this guy. You know, usually people are they're in a good mood and they want to laugh and you know they're kind of waiting for a good joke. And you kind of I, I would always watch the people in the boat. You go know, because I, I wanted them to have a good time and I'm so I'm trying to get them to laugh. Right. And this one time there's this guy. He was sitting like three people away from me, 
And he just stared at me with a scowl on his face the whole time. And I, I tried my hardest. Like, I've got to get this guy to laugh. Like, if I do nothing else on this trip around the Jungle Cruise, I'm going to make this guy laugh. So I saw what type, you know, the really dry humor he didn't like. And right. so you know, the exaggeration here, he didn't like. So, you know, I don't remember what it was. Something got him to, like, crack a little bit of a smile. And I felt like yeah. this is a huge victory. Like, I... <laughs> I just, uh, I just like looked right in his face and went <laughs> something, just something stupid. You yeah, gotta have to. Like, I, I <laughs> he made a great. Oh my out. gosh! Blue. <laughs> 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 I don't know. No. One one thing that was interesting, like from then to now, um, when we were there, I think that summer. And there's there was a girl from our from our school that went down there, and she also worked on the Jungle Cruise. She worked some other things also, but she was like the only girl that worked on the Jungle Cruise. Now you go, and in my opinion, most of the Jungle Cruise skippers are female. But back then, someone said like, "This is the first summer we're going to have female skippers oh. on the Jungle Cruise." So that was something that was totally different back then than now. Wow. I didn't think about that, but you're probably yeah. right. I don't remember I mean, whenever we wrote it, probably was a guy. As a kid, yeah. probably wasn't any women doing it. See, Kathleen, or Katie, whatever your name is. Right <laughs> for women. And you still don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the old guy's got a question for you. Well, what about the stubborn guest? You said there was lots of, there were some times where you had some stubborn guys. What about those guys? Well, that guy that I just told you about that wouldn't laugh, he was the stubborn guest. I mean, he still <laughs> okay. that, you know, comes into my nightmares sometimes. But, um, the other, the other, guests that, the other guests that wanted nothing to do with us were, you know, at nighttime, not as many people come on the Jungle Cruise. I don't know why, but I thought it was it was even better ride at night. So uh, all those of you out there listening, go on the Jungle Cruise at night because it's a different experience. You got, you know, we had spotlights. We had, you know, we could turn our lights on and off in the in the boat. Um, but a lot of times you'd get like no one would be there, and then you'd get like a couple, a guy and a girl, and they'd sit in the back behind the engine and the steam pipe coming up. Right. And they just want to be making out. Right. And <laughs> like, what you doing back there? <laughs> well, you'd have fun with those guys. Right. They didn't care about the jokes. They didn't care about the laughs. Right. But it's fun to kind of tease them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, what? just ask them. Oh, we I, can see just, you back there. <laughs> should I just turn off the lights and not say anything for the whole ride around the jungle? Yeah. And they'd be, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Spotlighting every once in a while. Hey. <laughs> watch it <laughs> hands up <laughs> what about going backwards you said something about going backwards what's up with that well typically you don't go backwards but and I'm going to probably credit Josh with this because I think Josh my buddy I think he came up with this but you know you're going uh you're headed toward the waterfalls, Schweitzer Falls, named after that famous African doctor, Dr. Albert Falls. So you're yeah. headed toward the falls, right? And, and 
it looks like you're going to drive right into them and then you know you turn at the last minute and everyone gets excited ah you know yeah and then so i'd stop the boat and i'd say hey are you guys all okay they say yeah yeah i said did anyone get wet they say no 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 and then i'd put it in reverse <laughs> and when you're going in reverse it looks like you're going to back right and go straight into that waterfall and then they'd really freak out so that was one of my favorite off script things to do to really get the crowd excited and have you ever had that I I don't know if I've ever had that before. Nope. nope. I always that wish that you'd get more wet on these rides. Yeah. Tell them what you think they should. Uh, this was one thing we were thinking, Roger. Uh, we were like, if you can make a change to the Jungle Cruise to make it an even more exciting experience, what would you do? Katie? Change the timing. So every once in a while, the elephant just zaps you. And you do get wet. <laughs> Actually get wet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, squirt comes and actually gets the whole that thing. That actually gets so, you. Yeah. Katie, <laughs> good idea. adjust your mic. My mic? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, it doesn't seem real loud, though. Um, yeah, that would be funny, I think, if you got wet every once in a while. It, wa it wasn't anything you could actually plan for. It just, if you got wet, you just happened to be, you know. Or sometimes they did have a live tiger. Just yeah. <laughs> it's a live tiger. <laughs> oh, man. Just change the animation periodically. You know, the boat will get bumped with a hippo head or right, <laughs> something right. different to change it up. Yeah, to freak people out more. The hippo actually did take a bite out of the back of the boat. That would be awesome. Tips it up. And yeah, sets how would it back they do down. that? Though? How would you? How would you? have some kind of a fake part of the boat that it actually comes apart like a bite that would be kind of cool if they could do something like that yeah, they probably could if they wanted to that would be the extreme jungle book ride yeah <laughs> hey that's one of the things i want to do if i ever figure out how i'm going to do it is uh do a little commercial about extreme disney and that and one of them would be like the extreme jungle cruise and you have three guys run hey man what i i got i got inner tubing down schweitzer falls and then and then you you uh cut to what which each person gets like one's well, i'm gonna go swimming with the hippos you know or something like that and uh then you cut to them on the river you know the guy just splashed around the energy all of a sudden he goes over the falls <laughs> or something. You get reactions from people on a boat, you know, while he's coming over the falls or something. If I could oh. figure out how to do all that stuff and make it funny, I'd, I'd like to do something like that and throw it in this uh, podcast as a little okay. advertisement, be fun. advertisement thing. Let's do it. So Let's do it. It'd be a lot of fun. Just <laughs> <laughs> have to do it. Get some sound effects and and stuff so i'd like to see you in an inner tube with your like mickey ears or a goofy hat on or something like that going over schweitzer falls <laughs> yeah that'd be awesome it would be awesome uh, sure yeah I'll, i want to ride that ride what's above schweitzer falls that's what i want to know what's really up there just a bunch of trees i think you yeah know, okay we were, talk we were talking about how hot it is this summer yeah. And that was one of the great things about working on the Jungle Cruise is that it was always felt like five or 10 degrees cooler because you got all those trees around and it was a good place to work for a summer. Nice. Yeah, I didn't think about that. That's uh, 
Yeah, that's a good tidbit there. Um, how about backstage? What 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 kind of memories do you have of backstage working there? Well, that's a good question. So, you know, when you get there, the Disneyland is totally different because now they've got California Adventure. It used right. to be a huge parking lot, right? Right. And employee parking was just off of Harbor Boulevard, and you'd park and you'd and you'd walk in. You we didn't have to park in some far away employee parking lot and get bussed over. So we'd park in our employee parking lot. And you'd walk in, there's a little place you'd punch in and you find your time card and clock in and then you'd go and back behind Space Mountain is where you'd kind of walk in. You'd go underneath the monorail and underneath the, the train, which was, you know, inside that diorama area, right? Uh -huh. And so you go in there and you'd check out your uniform. So we're back behind Space Mountain. Check out your, uh, yeah, check out your uniform for the day. Um, go and change and then and then you're back you're out on stage mostly the whole time unless you're taking the break like i said and our break was above that above that restaurant i gotta find the name of that restaurant so that you'll know next time you can look up above that restaurant and and see the jungle cruise people like the stage door cafe that's where i was thinking okay about. they're in Frontierland. so there's a break room up above that it was just small um, but it was fun going backstage. You'd see, you know, you'd see Mickey Mouse with his head off. or, or What? <laughs> Mickey lost his head. Oh, no. No. <laughs> 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 and Little Disney said Mickey's head got chopped off. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I mean, uh, there's, is there any, say Disneyland, is there any, Obviously, there's no utilidors there of any kind. Nope. Do they have any kind of area like that where it's underneath? Any kind uh, of underneath? What did you say? No, what? They didn't have any what? Well, they have utilidors at the at Disney World. You know, you're you're on floor one when you're on the on stage there. Oh, okay. So underneath, you have all these tunnels. Have you ever taken that tour there? No, I haven't. Obviously, yeah, that's why I don't know what a utilidor is. Yeah, that, yeah. Magic Kingdom is built on the first floor uh, okay. or maybe you call it the second floor yeah, um, everything's underneath, underneath you yeah underneath the whole there's like a city under there basically there's a bunch of your costuming uh i mean these corridors are big enough to drive a, a car down through you know oh, okay um so that and they have you know this way to tomorrowland this way to Frontierland, and you walk through these tunnels and you pop up in, you know Frontierland, or you pop up in Liberty Square or wherever you're going. That way you're not walking across the park in your co your costume or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, so for, us, for us, there's nothing like that. I don't know if there's now, I kind of doubt it, but we would just we would just walk out kind of over there where that, that corn dog thing is now, that corn dog wagon. Yeah. Disneyland, you walk out right about there and just walk over to your land. I mean, Disneyland is so much smaller. Oh, yeah. And older and, you know, they didn't, I guess they didn't plan with utilidors back then. No, I, that was an afterthought that Walt had, you know, um, because you'd see somebody from Tomorrowland or Frontierland walking through Tomorrowland. You know, a lot of cowboy walk through Tomorrowland or right. vice versa. Yeah. So they came up with this whole utilidor thing and all the uh, vendors and all that stuff come through there. Um, 
and pop up in the different lands. So you don't have a guy walking through with a hand truck, you know. I don't. You yeah. don't really see that at Disneyland either. It's usually around the the, the perimeter. I think was where they're at usually, but I don't ever. You don't see a a, a Pepsi guy coming through the front gate. You got some Pepsi here, and you're, you know, walking <laughs> down through Main Street. <laughs> chip, chip, chip. You know. So you don't have them walking down through there. But I was just wondering if there was anything like that at Disneyland because there was a radio program that I listened to. And he was, I don't know if you ever heard of Mark and Brian. Did you ever hear of Mark and Brian? No, I haven't heard of them. Well, there were uh, some DJs down in LA and Mark tells his stories about them because they got invited to Disneyland a lot. And he was saying, I think he got his parks mixed up. <laughs> I was underneath Disneyland driving around on a golf cart and these pipes and that's where all the soda pop was and blah blah that's blah. Disney World. And that's Disney World, I think. Yeah. That yeah. he was talking about. But so I was wondering if Disneyland had anything like that. But anyways. Yeah, not that they ever showed me. <laughs> so um what else you what else can you remember, Roger? Anything else cool that that well, uh I don't know if this is cool, but oh, one of the differences from back then to now, yeah. and it kind of evolved over the years, is you know we we had these guns and they were they were real regular working guns, but they they were revolvers, Smith and Wesson or something, okay. but they had the you couldn't put normal and normal size ammunition in them. You could put these blanks in, right? right? So we'd have to fill up those fill up the gun every time after after going around. Okay. And the blanks, you know, they'd, they'd misfire sometimes. So, <laughs> you know, you'd, when we were doing it, you'd actually aim at the hippo and you would shoot the hippo that was charging at the boat. Right. So, you know, sometimes you'd, you'd aim at it, click, 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 bang. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and then you'd probably fall up would, with some kind of joke. Yeah, you, someday you'd never get when you go like stupid thing and you feel like you were throwing it or you yell at the thing to stop charging <laughs> whatever so so but we would aim at the hippos and that's changed over the years and and for a while they took the guns out and the skippers would just point their finger at the hippo and and pretend like they were shooting now it seems like the guns are back at least last time but they shoot them up in the air instead of aiming at the animal i guess because we want to be kind to the animals but <laughs> this one time I got out, you know, and as we went through the hippo pool, part of my thing was I'd get really hyper and really excited. Oh, no, the hippos are charging. You know, they, they only charge when they blow bubbles and wiggle their ears, right? That's the right, right. And so then they start coming up, and I'd start to get all animated and freaking out. Like, oh, no, here it comes. One's charging the boat. So I, I pulled out the gun, and I started shooting, and I shot twice. You're supposed to shoot twice at the hippo. Right. And when I turned around, there was this lady – and she was on the floor, flat on the floor on her stomach. Like, really? she was so freaked out. She thought it was real? <laughs> she thought it was real. I, she didn't, I'm pretty sure she didn't speak English. She was Asian okay. she was from an Asian country, I think. And, and I felt so bad because it just it freaked her out. It scared her a lot. And I was just like, no, no, it's okay. Come up, you know, get off the floor. <laughs> um, oh, geez. But that was, that was... A really so you gotta have a ton of stories. Well, you know, lots of stories, you know, just just trying to come up with the best spiel. One of my favorite lines was, 
you know, and you could say this anywhere you wanted to, but you just say, you know, look over there, there's such and such, you know, there's a gorilla, you know, feeding that salami or meat or whatever it was he was dangling, feeding it to that crocodile. Isn't that cool? That's right. something you don't see every day. And then you pause and then you say, but I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah those are pretty funny lines. People love that one. Um, <laughs> or the, the one where the, the zebra, you know, the, the, the joke about eating the, the lions, the dead. Well, the zebra is dead, but the lion, what are the, what's the joke about that? He's Something sleeping. like, oh, look at that sleeping zebra up there. The lions are taking care of him. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. so nice? Yeah. <laughs> pretty fun. So, yeah, lots, I mean, there was one time where this one guy who was a little bit of a troublemaker, you know, he kept like, hey, what do you guys give me if I go and do this or whatever? And so, you know, one time he took his skipper hat and he went out to the that African belt scene and, and I'll is. have to look at your, yeah, that, in that area, they used to have some monkeys in there. <laughs> they don't have them there anymore, but, you know, we dared him to take his skipper hat and go out and put it on top of one of those monkeys. And so he climbed back <laughs> around, you know, snuck around back behind Pirates of the Caribbean and, and climbed up there, put his hat on the monkey. And then it was like the guys that were in charge, the managers, I can't remember what they were called, but, you know, they're like, who did that? Who did that? Whatever. And, and no one would say later, like he <laughs> went out there and got in one of the scenes and was standing out there. And then they found out he got suspended or fired or something, but I think the early him. guys did the kind of stuff like that and got away with it. But that was back in the early days. They used to pull pranks like that all the time, but right. they've gotten a little more stringent on that, I guess. You don't want to be goofing around too much, I guess. But right. Yeah, we had a we had like a code. I don't know why we did it. It was just kind of our secret code, right? Yeah. And if there was a because it was all guys that were working there except this one girl, they're all, right. all guys. And and if there was a pretty girl coming through the line, uh, the skippers would start yelling this code word, and the code oh. word was Alp, A L P, Alp. Okay. And, and you just start hearing this, Alp, Alp, Alp. <laughs> we just guys, you know. Just, and everybody else is going like, what the heck's going on? <laughs> all, the, all, the, all the patrons are like, what the heck's going on? What are you guys doing? Inside joke. For the, for all <laughs> the skippers. Um, sometimes, sometimes you would get backed up, you know, if, if some, you know, maybe someone needed a wheelchair or, or whatever. Right. It took a long time to unload people out of a boat. I mean, you get backed up and you'd be sitting out there and you don't have a script for just sitting there. And so you'd have to I, come up with come up with just things and and so right. we i like to ask questions you know try to get try to get the guests to to answer questions and make it a little bit interactive so we'd have fun with uh -huh. that you'd ask people where they're from and and if they were from arizona you'd always arizona or texas or somewhere in the south you'd always say hey look up you see that stuff right there that's called water and they look <laughs> everyone would laugh and right <laughs> Or you'd, you'd ask the kid, this is a, this is one I like to do. You'd ask the kids, you'd say, you'd say, uh, oh shoot. <laughs> um, you'd say, uh, and you'd ask all these questions and some people would be listening, some people wouldn't. And, and you'd talk to the kids and, 
and you'd say, is petroleum jelly a bread spread? And, and you know, they'd look at you like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Vaseline, you know, right, it's right. kind of dumb. You know, you come up with these dumb things, but yeah, yeah, those are- those They're are weird, so mister. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows it's Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think our grandson, you know, Daniel, that's not jelly, that's Vaseline. Oh, actually. Actually. <laughs> so we'd have fun. You know, we would threaten the kids sometimes. You know, if you don't behave, we're going to send you over to, the, <laughs> over to the small world and you'll have to be with the rest of those kids singing It's a Small World for the rest of your life. Yeah. No. You never threatened to feed them to the hippos? Uh, no, just threatened to send him to the Jungle Cruise. <laughs> uh, what and, about, you know, you guys remember, you remember the movie that they used to have, Michael Jackson movie, Captain EO? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, one of our, this was not on script, but, you know, when you'd start off, you'd start off and you're, you're heading into the jungle, you'd say, okay, guys, we're, we're heading into the, into the, you know, dangerous Jungle Cruise, the, the Amazon River, whatever we'd, we'd name all these different rivers that we're going to travel down, and and uh, we'd say we'd say, "Are you guys ready?" And they'd say, "Yeah." I'd say, "Okay, here we go." Or as Michael Jackson would say, "We're going in." <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do that voice earlier. <laughs> that always cracked me up, you know, when you're supposed to be all like tough. <laughs> yeah. And then go, "We're going in. We're going in." Scooter. <laughs> Whatever that, whatever that little character name was. Scooter, no! Oh, boy. No, it was fun. It was a fun summer. Sometimes I'm like, Teresa. Teresa's my wife. Teresa, we had to go back and, and like, I could work on the Jungle Cruise for the summer and you could like be one of the parade. You could be the one of the dancers in the parade or something. Wouldn't that be awesome? She looks at me like, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. So, We've teased so. throughout that working there in our retirement we'll quit work we'll just go down and i don't care for street sweeping let's go down and work at disney or something. I, I mean i don't i wouldn't i wouldn't mind it i wouldn't mind being in there actually you know you get to meet a lot of different people i mean i remember that katie i, I shared it on a on an episode earlier about a, one of the sweepers i dumped trash on his head on accident. That was funny. I was just thinking of the same thing. I, oh my gosh, man. I felt so bad. I'm like, I was, I couldn't remember what I was eating. We were in fantasy land and I just turned my body and I saw him walk by me. So I didn't realize he was right behind me at the, there was the trash can, right? And he, he had opened the side of the trash can up and he was inside putting a new liner or something. Oh, in wow. <laughs> and I just opened the, and just dumped my trap. Man, he came out of that trash can so fast. I thought he, he, was he wanted to plummet me. I could see <laughs> the look on his face is like, I want to kill you. Stupid. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. Just about I'm so it. sorry. <laughs> you guests today. If he could, he would have punched me. I wouldn't have blamed I, him, I guess. <laughs> I think you diffused him when you were apologetic and I hope it. so. I mean, I felt really bad. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, one of the fun things was, you know, you work the jungle cruise a few hours and take a bunch of trips and then you'd head out and work on the parade route. That was pretty fun because people would be sitting out there for hours and you're <laughs> walking up and down and you're like, 
the Japanese tourists always wanted to get pictures with me. I felt kind of, yeah, maybe that's why I liked working on the parade tall. route. <laughs> they wanted to get pictures with me. I felt like yeah. I was famous or something. <laughs> but, but it was just fun talking to people, finding out where people are from. And you'd learn little right. magic tricks or something to show the kids. And, and it was just a good time. Yeah, I, I know a lot of the, the, I've listened to a lot of guys that work the sweeper um, deal. And they all like the fact that you're able to, with that position, you're able to talk to guests a lot and interact more than, say, some of the other attractions. That they really enjoy that part of it, even though they're, you know, cleaning up puke and right. all sorts of yum yum stuff, you know. Yum so, yum. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I could see where that would be. A, you could make it fun. You know, or it could be a drag, depending on your attitude, I guess. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. yeah. And the same with the Jungle Cruise. You know, some people you'd see, you know, just kind of, they were the monotone. They weren't into it. Right. And I thought, you know, why are you doing this if you're not, if you're not going to, like, try hard? Having make, fun. Have right. fun. Yeah, so that was always my goal, just to have a good time and have fun. Did you ever have a screaming kid on your boat that just... God, I wish that kid was stop screaming. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, my, my ears! <laughs> I, I do not remember that. But I'm going to say, if you people out there have not gone on Jungle Cruise at night, make sure you go on Jungle Cruise at night. Because you can do side effects, right? Yeah. It was, it was so good to... You know, make it more exciting by flipping the lights on and off, or when the when the uh, aborigines, you know, are attacking and they're throwing their spears at you. And yeah, yeah, I guess you don't really see ahead, you know, what's coming ahead of you as much. So it could be a little more, you know, exciting, I guess. Yeah, knowing what's coming up, and then you flip that light on, you know, and. Woo! <laughs> Well, Hong Kong Disney or something like that is supposed to have a different nighttime cruise than than daytime. It's like yeah, special see, effects or something. Yeah. I was reading that online. They were talking about upgrading the Jungle Book and whether they would do that similar to the one there or not. Oh, you mean the new Jungle Jungle Cruise movie? Are you referring to that? Yeah, but they were talking about changing the ride because of the movie and giving right. it updates. And Hong Kong has a more updated version supposedly I, then i, I have been on the hong kong jungle cruise and it uh -huh. is it's got some really cool stuff in it and maybe we should save that for another time on our yeah because you went yeah you, you've been over there and like to talk about that <laughs> yeah but it's okay. got some it's got some cool stuff okay that's nice. cool nice all right um another question i got for you what when you look back at, at all the times you've been to Disney and what are what are some of your say as a kid what was one of your your favorite things to to do when you went to Disney? Well, my my kids and my wife will tell you that if we're going to go to Disney, we've got to be there for the rope drop, and okay. that's just <laughs> something that I always I always remember. You know, getting up right near the front and being the first to one of the rides. You know, when the back, you know, when we were kids, it was Matterhorn, you know, you always wanted right. Matterhorn or Topia. <laughs> and then, you know, they built Thunder Mountain or, you know, 
and I can't remember the timing on all these things, but you know, that was one of my favorite memories. And like when we would go as kids, one of my favorite memories was, was just being with the kids, you know, the people our age and just being able to go from ride to ride to ride and running and, and planning it out to try yeah. to get shortest lines and, and, you know, just yep. having, feeling like you had freedom. Your parents were in the park somewhere. We didn't have cell phones. So, you know, that, those are some good memories. Now they said, at one o'clock, meet us at the castle on the bridge, you right. know, and then we'd right. go have lunch or something. But before that, you just could run around and I remember and hearing that too. <laughs> going out to, going still to Tom Sawyer's <laughs> Island, that was a lot of fun too, just going out there for hours, running around. and Running around the caves. I remember... I've said this before too. I'm sorry, I'm I'm an older guy. I guess I just repeat myself a lot. Use your old voice. <laughs> I remember when I was a boy and running through the caves and clocking myself on a low bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all bump on my that. head, man. I'm like, dang, that really clocked myself real good on that. I remember. I'd never been through them until you took me. Really? Nope. Never yeah, been out was on fun that. Running around out there. I remember, man, we, I mean, I used to ride the, I remember riding the mine train. Remember the mine train, Roger, before yep. Thunder Mountain? Yep. I remember going on that ride over and over again. Because I, I used to like to watch the, like the billy goat or some of the stuff that was out there, the, you know, the moving around. I don't know what it right. was about that, but I just. I, espe I especially I like, loved the people mover. I don't know why. I wish they would bring it back. <laughs> Disneyland. I know, me too. I, oh, I was Rob, Rob begs every time. Can we get on the People Mover? Yeah, when we go, to, <laughs> when we go to Magic Kingdom, I'm all, I always want to ride the People Mover, and they're like, oh, "What am I going that for?" Because <laughs> it takes you around the park, and you know, it's kind of cool. You can see everything. But and Rob's super happy, and the kids awesome. are pouting. <laughs> I do miss the one at Disneyland. Now it's just a bummer that it's so messed up up there that they can't, you know. Reroute it, yeah. But and I also miss that the the rockets aren't up on top of the yeah that anymore too. I don't really like where they put the rockets. I'm like, what? Who was whose bright idea was that? Yeah, why didn't they ask us? I know, I know like, that right? Was the dumbest thing to do ever. Put it right, in the, <laughs> right in the entrance of Tomorrowland. What a yeah. Those are some of my those are my memories memories yeah. of going as a kid. Did uh was. What what year did you guys move? I can't remember. It was the late seventies, right? It was was yeah, it like seventy seven or something? Seventy nine? Summer of seventy nine, we left. Because my dad, I think my dad was still alive when you guys yeah. moved, and then he passed away like a year after you guys moved. So Space Mountain was open then yeah. before you guys. Because I remember going on that with you guys. So. Yeah. Yeah, that was. I mean, that was like the best. 79. When up, yeah, when that opened up, that was awesome. I, was, <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, how about Thunder Mountain? Was that was that open or was that after you guys? I, I'd have to look. I don't remember. I can't remember either, but I just I don't know. I just remember going over to that Mexican restaurant over there and having lunch right by the mine train. And Casa de Fritos. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we still think eat about, there. Think about the old park, you know. I mean, uh, it didn't have some of the stuff it has now, but we just had a blast, anyways. It was just we still totally enjoyed ourselves. I mean, yeah, we had a great time going on the Skyway. 
Yeah. To say, Rob, That's Rob, don't good. spit on those people down there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do that stuff. We weren't. I cannot. We see weren't delinquents, spinning. man. We respected <laughs> Disney. You know, one of my greatest memories, or one of my favorite things, though, is at the end of the day, when you're leaving. You know, back then we had the tickets, right? Yeah. The, the A through the E tickets, and just so we all know, Jungle Cruise was the E ticket ride of. Adventureland. Okay. So good. So good. But, um, you know, you'd be leaving the park and sometimes you get these random people that would come up to you and they'd be like, Hey kid, you want my leftover tickets? I'd be like, Oh wow. They just yeah. gave me three A tickets. Check this out. <laughs> <laughs> the A ticket. <laughs> yeah. I remember when we were like planning our big trip, I remember we had partial books of tickets and a lot of them were the A and the B tickets, you know? Right. But we had my, I had made that little box and we were sticking, I was sticking in my little wooden box I made at summer school <laughs> in wood shop. But yeah, those are good times, man. I remember going to uh, Disneyland with Marty Robinson. Oh yeah. Remember his uncle worked for Disney as a, I think a special effects guy, I think. I don't and remember I that. He worked, he worked on the black hole, I think the movie the black hole so we went he goes hey you guys want to go down and i didn't hang around with marty robinson all that much i mean you know here and there but um but that day i was hanging around and he's like hey i'm going down to disneyland you guys want to go so we went down and he got us the ticket books that had the uh any ride you can you know the the special uh always eat you know any ticket any right. ride for the ticket whatever you call That's it cool. and it had like five it only had like five tickets in the book but i yeah. remember thinking that was so cool to be able to go on any ride you know not the, i can go on i can go on space mountain five times in a row you know but. <laughs> yeah it seems like there were times when we would do that you know at the end of the day we would just uh, get off you know, whatever ride, Matterhorn or Space Mountain. And this was after you didn't have to have tickets, you know, whenever right. that happened, probably 78. I don't, I don't remember when, but, um, you know, just going on that, on the rides right at the end of the day and you could just go again and again and again and again. Yeah. I remember doing that on the Utopia. I remember going as several times. I mean, on the Utopia, you know, late at night, the park's just getting ready to close and you're just like, again, again. And now people are like, I wish they'd get rid of those appropriate rides. It's stinky and smelly and it hurts my lungs. <laughs> I'm like, kids love that ride, man. <laughs> they get to drive That's a car. That's a good ride. I have a hard time fitting in those Autopia cars. I know. I've got to yeah, sideways. It's taller than me. So I can see, I mean, I have a hard time. And I can't even drive the darn things. <laughs> it's like, geesh, geesh, geesh. <laughs> How come you can't drive these? <laughs> Whip blasting yourself. Well, we probably there. need to talk to the DMV about getting your license revoked. There. <laughs> oh, boy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You reach that time of your life, you can't drive anymore. Or wipe your butt. Rob. We have dirty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, anyways. oh my god. Any other uh questions, Katie, you have for Roger about the jungle cruise? Anything uh, you can think of that oh I was one, remember? And did you ever meet anybody famous on the jungle cruise? Wow, not that I remember. I okay, not... well must have been that great. Sorry. If they were. 
Sorry. If they were famous, <laughs> I they weren't remember. famous enough. I do remember. It seemed like the shorts that they had for us were like short shorts. As little oh, really? wearing those shorts. That's one like, memory that I have. Like the old NBA shorts, huh? The old NBA shorts. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> I've got a picture. I've got a picture of a couple pictures. I'll send them to you guys so you can see what I looked like back when I was a skipper. Yeah, skipper. that'd be cool. That'd be fun. Give you a hey, man, you know, you can put it on the you can put it up on the thing and we can everybody can look at you. <laughs> Hey, there's Roger, the skipper boy. <laughs> nice shorts. <laughs> so you have any other questions, Katie? No, I think we're going to have to book a trip together at some point. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and go gallivanting. Now that we're all DVC together, we're going to have to go uh, home together. Yes. And, and I know. What's, what's going to be your home, Roger? Boulder Ridge. Boulder Ridge. Oh, Is that the one you like, it. Katie? Is yep. that the side you like, the Boulder Ridge side, right? Yeah, I like Boulder. I Copper's okay. I mean, it's the same resort, but I like Boulder side better. The decorations are better. The uh, design is better. And we just we just got it like it officially closed a couple of weeks ago, actually the first of August, so a month ago. And they said, yeah, you'll be hearing from Disney within a couple of weeks, but we haven't heard anything. Well, it's probably because yeah. of COVID. Everything's COVID's yeah. fault, you know. Yeah. My yeah. friend just finished purchase on Copper Creek. Yeah. And we're partners in that. So we kind of own with him. Oh, okay. And um, I mean, they own it. it they own there in it, case but it's kind of willed happens. to us if something yeah. happens to them. But anyway, it took an extra two months almost for them to finish. It was supposed to be done in 30 days. Yeah. I'm trying to be patient, but I wanted to yeah. come to you so I can like go and just like yeah. book it right out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're supposed to go in December is our next trip. We'll see what happens. I was going to go. I was. We were supposed to go. Here's, here's something that we do with each of our grandkids. We've got seven grandkids now. Okay. And what we do with each of our grandkids right before, like a month before they turn three years old, we take them to Disneyland. My wife and I take them to Disneyland because they get in for free. And it's just right. for us to go, right? Right. So that's what we've done with our first our oldest three and the next one is turning three in September, but Disneyland is closed. So right. I'm pretty sure it's not going to be open by then, but we were supposed to go next month. I'm sad. Bummer. Yeah. But isn't there some uh, word or talk about it then getting closer to opening? I, I kind of heard a little rumbling going on there. So maybe, maybe soon they need to, man. It, it's well, I it's hope time. so. It's time. So anyways, Roger, thanks for uh coming on and sharing your uh jungle cruise experiences with us. I, I hope you've had a good time. I Well, know. I had a good time. It's like brought all these memories back to me and it was fun <laughs> to think, fun to think through all that. You know, I remember Kevin going, "Hey, if you want, because I hit all you guys up. <laughs> I said, Dave, hey, Dave, you want to be on the on the podcast?" And, and Kevin, and you know, you really need to get all the Roger because he's really the Disney guy now in our family. Really? I'm like, yeah. So, I'm like, really? I'm like, okay. So that's why I reached out to you. And I'm really grateful that you you came onto the podcast. I hope uh, we can maybe do it. Well, obviously, you went to to some Asian parks. I'd like to get you on sometime and talk about those those experiences and yeah for sure that'd be fun we'll make sure it, we'll get 
we'll get Teresa on with me. We can. We yeah, can, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. Um, and then I don't know how you feel about maybe. Um, maybe we could talk about something else. Heck yeah. Disney, you know, maybe some yeah. other cool ride that we both like or something, and maybe do a little history thing on it. But uh, really enjoyed having you on the on the podcast. So thanks for coming on with us. All right. Well, you guys Absolutely. are awesome. <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody. Thanks for uh, listening in to the podcast. We love having you here and hope you've enjoyed the episode. Uh, just keep staying tuned. I know we've been kind of sporadic with our episodes lately, but with everything going on with the family and stuff, it's kind of been hard. We've got uh, Kurt doing our uh, editing for us and stuff, and he's expecting a new baby and he's, they've moved and they're in school. And so they've They've had a lot of stuff going on. So just be, please be patient with us. We've got some episodes in the can and we'll be uh, releasing them soon. Uh, thanks again for listening to us. We appreciate all of you. And y'all go have a great week. Keep the magic alive. Keep dreaming. All right. Until then. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks, Roger. And we are all out of here. Have a great, have a great week. Bye-bye. Goodbye. <laughs>